Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Lash Tribe Show. My name is Julia Mann and I'm the owner and founder of Lash Tribe. We help create successful and fully booked lash artists all over the world with the help of our online and in-person training programs. In this episode of The Lash Tribe Show, we're going a little bit woo-woo, talking about breath work as well as manifestation and crystals with no one other than Cassandra Berry. Cass and I, we've known each other for quite a few years. She has extremely high energy, which I love about a person. And she will give you some really amazing tips on how you can regulate your breath work to actually calm down anxiety, which is so prevalent right now. She has great techniques that she even teaches others in workshops. Um, also, it's very knowledgeable about crystals and how you can distribute them throughout your house and salon as well to really take on bad energies and make them turn into good energies, um, especially when you're working on clients every day. If they are not the best type of client, you know, those types of people that come in, they're just in a really bad vibe and then kind of drain you of your own energy. She has some amazing tips on how you can prevent that as well. Now, this episode was recorded at a time that her internet is not 100% stable. We tried to actually edit out some of the glitches. Some of them might still be in it, but we've tried our best to take them out. So there might be a few glitches here and there, but all over again, this episode is extremely valuable and you will get some amazing tips on how you can calm everyone, including yourself down with some nice breath work and also crystals and how our mind can change really everything. So I'm excited for you to hear this episode. So stay tuned. Uh, five more minutes and you can have another donut. Um, <laughs> that just, that, that just saying, considering I'm, I'm saying it on an industry specific podcast. <laughs> We are around other humans, so we do pick up their energy. Um, we do take on their shit, basically. <sighs> like, I already feel like so good right now. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm here with Cassandra today. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. I literally just contacted you like a few days ago to say, I want to talk to you about a topic that I'm really passionate about it right now. So thank you for being here. Yeah, no, I'm excited. When you messaged me, I was like, yeah, I'm so in. This is so my jam. Yes, absolutely. So obviously I've introduced you to the viewers or listeners already, um, but say we met at a party we never met before and I was asking you, Cassandra, what do you actually do? What is your goal? What do I actually? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's always my, my elevator pitch. I never get it right. <laughs> so um, there is obviously a lot of hats for me. Um, my connection to the hair and beauty industry is being a hairdresser. Um, you can probably tell. Um, and I do own a hair salon. I've owned a couple in the past. Um, so that's my connection to the hair and beauty industry. But now I am actually a mindset and empowerment guide. So I guide humans. It's kind of down, you know, the road of like personal development, spiritual growth. Um, and I use lots of tools like breath work, crystals, meditation, energy healing, all of the woo-woo shit as I call it. 
Yeah, and that's something that I'm really into as well. And I don't know enough about, and this is why I think it's cool that you're on because I know that a lot of girls, especially in the beauty industry, dealing with clients every day, we sometimes get this bad energy and we are so exhausted by the end of the day. So yeah, I just want to chat to you about what, what some things are that you teach, obviously your clients, what they can do maybe to set themselves up um, in their home salon or their salons to kind of, <sighs> you know, relax a bit and make, create a really good vibe environment. So what are some go-to things that you do or recommend? Yeah, for sure. So definitely like in that salon industry, we are super high paced. We are around other humans. So we do pick up their energy. Um, we do take on their shit basically. Um, and it's hard, like you can't not, because I feel that's also part of our service is to being empathetic and making them feel loved and confident and all of those kind of things. So one of the key things that I, um, I do and I teach is breath techniques. There's different options when it comes to breathwork techniques, but pretty much one super, super simple one that I utilize is just breathing. And with every breath out, envision yourself like cocooning yourself in a white light. You can do a white light. You can do, I tend to do pink light. Pink's my color. <laughs> you know, any color that sort of feel like um, works with you. Taking a moment and just taking a nice big breath in, and then as you exhale, literally give your breath a color and kind of build a, a barrier and a cocoon between you and the client. And that sort of can just protect you from taking on their energy or if they are, you know, not a great customer, they're bringing you down a little bit. Um, you can use that again as protection. Um, and that's super simple. Like you can all visualize color and we can all breathe. That is a good starting point. And now in our industry, especially when you sit, like we're sitting in lashes, sometimes for up to two and a half hours behind someone lying on the bed and people have a lot of time to think about their life and really anything, their stress, daily stresses, their family life, anything that really aggravates them right now. And sometimes I feel, and a lot of people say that in forums, they're kind of put themselves into a bit of anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety in our industry, especially when you're doing like more still kind of treatments with hair. It's like sometimes you chat with them and you walk around and you're standing up. You don't have as much time sometimes because you're chatting. But I feel in, in the lash industry, industry specifically, there's a lot of anxious people. So talking a little bit more deeper into like Wim Hof breathing or any breathing techniques, what is something that people can utilize when they feel they just have that anxiety building while they're there and they can't leave. Yeah, definitely. And that's so true. Like mm -hmm. as hairdressers, we can go, oh, we've put your color on. Cool. We're going to walk away from you now. Like you can't walk away from someone in that situation. And especially as well, like a person can actually go through a lot of shifts laying still for two hours because they're laying still and their brain is thinking about all of the things that they were either stressed about before they came in or all of the things that they've got to do. So their energy will fluctuate. So you might be feeling great when you start the service. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of it, you're like, Oh, why do I feel so drained? Would be both of you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That person is emitting an energy and their frequency is changing while they're on your table. Yeah. So we all know how to breathe, right? <laughs>
you know? <laughs> but what we do and what we do now is we, it's just called breathe. Like our subconscious is getting us to breathe. So right now we breathe to survive. Um, it's just, it's enough to keep us alive and keep us going. You might actually find, even now I just did it. <laughs> you might actually find if you pay attention to your breathing, it'll have a bit of a rhythm. And then every few minutes, you'll actually take a bit of a bigger breath. And that's your body naturally going, hang on, you need some more oxygen. And you subconsciously do that. So when you um, have a moment, sit quietly and just kind of go about your day. But notice when that breathing pattern goes, and you take that bigger breath. So what we do in breath work is we go from subconscious breathing to conscious breathing. So it's actually taking like bigger, fuller breaths. It's using um, different breath patterns to, um, you know, energize you or to calm you down. Um, and your body goes through these amazing um, transformations inside because it's only ever breathed to survive. Whereas now you can create these breathing techniques to thrive. So one really, really good one is the good old box breath. Um, it's called, so many different like square breathing, box breathing. It's called tactical breathing. Um, there's heaps of different sort of things that people call it. But in the end, it's a breath, a pause, a breath, a pause. Mm -hmm. That's it. Super simple. I generally recommend starting with the count of four. So you inhale for the count of four, you hold for four seconds, then you breathe out fully for four seconds, and then you pause again. So what that does is the count of four, obviously you're getting more oxygen in. The pause allows the oxygen to sort of circulate in your body to catch up. Then you're fully exhaling, which is then releasing everything that you, um, so it can help release tension. Um, it fully releases toxins with your breath well um, and for that count of four it really get make sure that all of that breath has been released and then again pausing so it's reactivating those cells in your system um because it doesn't have any air in it to go oh what's happening um and then you can repeat that as you go through that practice you can increase to the count of five you can increase to the count of six um i just don't push yourself to begin with yeah so really really easy and it's really good and it's something that you could actually be doing well over a client like yeah. they don't need to know that you're doing it but it will re it will re-regulate your system mm. yeah because when once you have anxiety build up your breath gets really shallow and quite fast sometimes mm -hmm. very very irregular and you feel the whole body tensing up and everything is just you get dizzy and it's because the body doesn't have enough oxygen right yeah yeah, exactly. Your body, you're cutting, you're going short, shallow breath, so your body's not getting enough oxygen, and body, brain, everything kind of just starts firing at like whatever it can to try and stop that feeling. Um, so rather than it just being simple, something as simple as like just take a breath, we kind of start going on, you know, all these things like, oh my god, it's my heart, it's it's this, it's that, like all of this crazy <laughs> shit. Where it's just like, just take a fucking breath just breathe. Um, but it's definitely easier said than done. Like I was that person that was like, <sighs> like, and I would just get so worked up and so angry. And now I, it's just as simple now that I learned this technique and it's been a practice technique for like the last five years, I can sort myself out in like just two big full breaths, mm -hmm. just a full 
Like I already feel like so good right now. <laughs> and letting your body fully do what it needs to do. Some people are like, oh, I don't want people to see me like breathing and like get a bit self-conscious about it. Obviously that's probably something you need to maybe do and go out into the back room <laughs> and take your really big breaths. Um, I teach my guys like if they have, uh, if they know that they've got a client coming in, that's a bit of a you know, problem client, go out the back, take your breaths, recenter yourself and then come back out into the salon yeah um and yeah if you are in that situation as well um when you're on the client you can't leave them that's when the box breathing is really good because you don't need to make much noise it's that pause and the the full exhale that's the important part yeah, yeah so i have um like a little technique um and it's i i call it the double breath so it's the same thing it's just <sighs> Yeah, but you could do it like to calm yourself down. The kind of self down version would be two inhales and then a really slow, full release. Yeah. So I'd just be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Whereas there is a same same thing, but you can do it. And I this is what I do to really work myself up. And it's just, <laughs> and if That's I do that a few times, you're like, yeah. Like, let's go that's what tony robbins does before he goes on stage he does a it's really fast and he jumps on a trampoline and everything yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the thing at the end of the day it's just your breath it's yeah. just a different pattern it's the same cool. thing um yeah. but and it's free we carry it around with this all the time like you can do it anywhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, that's a great introductory, I guess, breathing techniques for people who have never done it before. Obviously, there's a lot more advanced stuff that you do with your clients as well. We go into deep breathing for like half an hour, an hour. Personally, I've done it once before and where I felt like I was like starting to shake and floating. I was really energetic afterwards. Yeah. But then some people in the room started crying and got really anxious. You know, that kind of thing is like you're working stuff out in your life, hey? With oh, like, yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you do and what work you do like deeper with your clients because you have workshops and stuff like that too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So I um, I have group breathing sessions. I've got a studio um, at home. We live on like five acres. I'm actually just like looking at it okay. right now. It's stunning. Um, so I have a studio, so I do like group breathing sessions. Um, I do workshops, I run retreats. Um, and then I also do private like sessions for, um, like energy healing and breath work and things like that. So when you're going like deep into a breath session, there's so many different aspects to it. And a lot of breath work facilitators are so different. Mm. Um, I kind of take a bit of the basics and then I throw in a little bit more of my spiritual, my woo woo my journeying, meditation and things like that. I also just gauge the person. Um, If it's a beginner, your breast session, it's kind of almost like a PT session. I'll just guide you through the different breathing techniques and different speeds. We have that will activate different parts of the being. It will bring up different parts um, of emotion, of pain, um joy having like all of that kind of stuff it just depending on where it's at and where you're at 
um it will bring up different levels of emotions um you can like you said you can leave like super relaxed after or you can leave like super drained because you've just emptied all of the toxicity and all of the shit that no longer serves you um so it's from one extreme to the other and no breathing session is ever the same mm. yeah that's awesome well, give everyone a quick shameless plug and then we talk about something else. We can <laughs> find out more about that. Um, yeah, so CassandraBarry.com. So okay. super simple. Um, yeah, you can find me. Yeah, that's it. Find my on my website and you can book in for a session that way. Um, and then obviously all my social media channels, which I'm sure, you know, you'll share in the show notes. So yeah, I, would. I do travel as well, especially for breathwork and stuff because it's super easy. You just need somewhere to lay down um so i do travel for those sessions and yeah so like brisbane gold coast sunshine coast area yeah cool yeah. cool now let's talk about some other things of the woo woo kind <laughs> i personally have a few crystals talk yeah. about energy again and things that will give you um i guess the setup that you need for the day or for your whole life so I don't know enough about it. So I would love to ask you, what are some things that like beginners can start with to either have on themselves or like in a salon environment to yeah. add good things to themselves? Heaps of, oh, heaps. So one of the basic things that I have um, is I actually crystal my um, crystal grid my salon. I crystal grid all my spaces. So what that means is you put um, particular crystals in say like all four corners. And then what it creates is it creates an energetic ley line um, in the room that when you're walking through the door, um, you know, it's cleansing the energy that's coming through and leaving all the shit behind. And then as you're leaving as well, you know, you're getting re-energized as you're walking out. Um, so this all depends on what type of crystal you have, but selenite is a really awesome, awesome crystal to have. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently moving. So I would literally have shelves full of crystals. <laughs> But selenite, it's a nice white piece. You can get it in like all different shapes, um, all different sizes. Um, and selenite is a crystal that doesn't store energy. So, you know, everyone's heard how like you put your crystals in the full moon and all that kind of stuff. Selenite isn't something that you need to cleanse all the time because it actually doesn't store the energy. The energy will just flow through it. So essentially it goes through it and then comes out, you know, a positive energy. That's great. No maintenance required. I like No that. maintenance required. Yeah, we love yes. those. <laughs> Dreadlocks. <laughs> um, and so selenite is like easily available, like in heaps of different places. Um, and you can get them from my website. <laughs> um, but you can get like lamps and all that kind of stuff so you can get pieces that are like a full feature piece um or i like i said i put pieces in my corners you don't see them but they're there to create the energy so crystals vibrate a frequency just like us humans we're all energy we all have a frequency and a vibration so each crystal has different vibrations and frequencies um and like clear quartz is actually commonly used in our TVs, our remotes, our phones, cameras, like quartz is used in a lot of things that people don't actually, you know, kind of even really know. So it's a tool and an element that we've had for hundreds of years that we now use in technology. So there's a lot of science and a lot of, you know, your woo-woo stuff um, and belief in a crystal. You know, I always like to say as well, if I picked up a brick 
and I handed it to you and I said that this brick is going to make you feel good and I set my intention with that and I sent you the love, you, you could hold on to that brick and it's going to make you feel loved and it's going to make you feel good. Yeah. It happens to just be a brick. So anything within this realm and in these modalities, it comes down to your belief in it as well. Um, and I believe in it hardcore. So my salon is just like full of crystals. <laughs> Citrine is another good one to put by the um, FPOS machine, by the till. Yeah, I have like a giant piece of citrine that sits right on our front counter. Um, and then I have little pieces of citrine that sit in the till drawer. So citrine is um, for creativity, abundance, prosperity, um, all of that good stuff you need in this. That's awesome. I'll write all the stuff in the show notes too um, so that people know <clears throat> which one is for what. Now, um, a few people or a lot of people that I know personally, they carry little bits of crystals with them yeah for protection like i have a tiger eye i have oh, yeah. i usually have it around me but i had a shower early i forgot to put it back on i have like a tiger eye with the symbol and lots of other crystals so what would you recommend as a beginner <laughs> yeah yeah like for good vibes and just mm -hmm. energy yeah Put yeah, in. energy, strength, protection. So definitely tiger's eye is amazing. Tiger's eye is really, really good for grounding mm -hmm. um, and strength and protection. Anything that's generally like the brown, black, or the gray kind of coloring is strength, grounding, protection. It's really earthy stones. Mm -hmm. um, so tiger's eye is awesome. And so I'm wearing um, amethyst, rose quartz, um, clear quartz. Like I always have as something crystal related on me um but you can really do something really cool as well like i call them pocket crystals so you can have just like a little sachet of a few chips of stones and you can carry that around in your pocket or your handbag um another couple of really good ones for that anything clear quartz clear quartz is just a really good staple mm -hmm. rose quartz is obviously your love and then your black obsidian the tiger's eye or tourmaline they're really good for strength and protection um which yeah a black obsidian is like my all-time favorite for protection i've never had that i've got a few hang on what is some of them are actually like man-made aren't they if you go to the shop and buy stuff like that that's like yeah, so they're dipped crystals, so they're like titanium dipped. So they might have been like a lower grade um, quartz or a lower grade amethyst that didn't have the like really pretty colouring. Yeah. So then they, they'll titanium dip them. Yeah, so and that, they do. But I went to a crystal shop not far from here, and I went through it, and they were like attracting me. I was like, oh okay, I'll grab yeah. you. Take take me with you. <laughs> thing they're still admitting it they're still omitting an energy yeah. um they've still got a frequency um you just want to be mindful on like where you've gotten your crystals from or um how they have been treated because mm. they are popping up everywhere at the moment and so you'll find too so something like citrine it's generally like a nice yellowy orangey color but then you can get some that are really deep down uh, or really what the difference is then is it have, depends on how they've been mined. Mm. If they've been mined to the point that they've been like blown up, so therefore they've been heat treated, that changes the colouring of them. Oh, okay. So 
if they've been like hand mined, they'll be different colors and different sizes and shapes and things like that. So how do you know you're getting a non blown up crystal? It's really super hard. Like even from my supplier, there's sometimes things that I'm just like, mm. <laughs> really. <laughs> a demand for it these days that's the thing there is such a demand for it so there's people out there that are just going and just blowing shit up so they can find stuff and sell it um so you can do your research obviously with your suppliers all of the biggest suppliers i would love to say do things ethically um but i obviously can't vouch for anyone in their business um um, yeah, just be aware of where you're getting um, the things from and just be aware when you're picking up a piece as well, see how it feels. Mm -hmm. Be yeah. mindful of it. Um, we've got like a $2 shop around the corner from our salon and they're selling crystals. Mm -hmm. um, and I like, no offense to them, but I know they're not getting them from a full genuine crystal supplier. Yeah. Is there anything else that you can recommend to make your daily life as good vibration as possible, as positive as possible. Yeah, don't, well, like there is so much, there really is. And you've got to find what works for you. For some people, like I said earlier, you know, the crystals and the woo-woo stuff, like you really have to have the belief in it. Mm -hmm. um, the breath work, it's physical. You can feel the difference. Right. It's, it's black and white. Um, other things as well that you can utilize is like daily mantras, um, affirmations. Um, I use the words I am. Whatever you put the words I am in front of, what you say next totally shapes reality. So I am excited. I am a great hairdresser. I am a great lash tack. Um, yeah. yeah, I am a successful business owner. Um, so mantras little guided hypnos and meditations you know you can find ones on youtube that are like five minutes long yeah. it gives you a little bit of an oomph um listening to podcasts obviously connecting with people who are at the frequency and in the level that you want one big thing that we actually do speaking about salons and salon owners one thing that we do in our salon that i really found changed how my team worked together um and i always find our tuesdays are really good um, in our team meeting, we actually start with what's called a gap. So it's something that I created, um, and it's called, it's G, so gratitude, awareness, and then praise. So we go around the team, um, before we start our meeting and we all share something that we're grateful for. We all share something that we're aware we need to change, like in the salon. So what I, you know, last week I was running behind, so I need to be better on my timing. And then we share praise for someone within the team. And it takes like 10 minutes. Like everyone knows that it's going to happen, so they should be prepared with their answers. And that just really just sets off the day. So you could do something like that with your team or have like a little mantra that you say before you start your day. Um, biggest thing is just expressing gratitude, like looking at the situation and finding the gratitude in it. It's easier said than done. Um, mm -hmm. And it does take practice, but if you can look at a situation and look at what good has come out of it or what um, you've 
Vlam and first Christian, then your energy is going to be at a different frequency to begin with. Totally. And if anyone who's listening or watching this wants to find more, uh, find, if anyone who is watching or listening this and wants to find out more about manifestation, law of vibration, stuff like that, I did a podcast about that a few weeks ago. I'll post it in the show notes too. Yeah. Sick. Love it. We are, you really are on this trajectory, aren't you? Oh, yeah, totally. I've always been. And I think now with COVID, a lot more people have had time to research stuff on how they can make themselves feel better and more empowered and get more, I guess, a positive outlook in life and really help themselves. And this is why people are looking at other avenues now and doing, yeah, just a lot of research, YouTube watching and Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts. So I wanted to go a bit deeper on that. Yeah, uh, you know, more like I actually saw this thing on Facebook and it was like, thanks government for the pandemic. I bet you didn't realize this is going to bring a worldwide awakening. Yeah. I'm like, it's so true. It freaking has, man. Like this whole year, I've just seen people just like shift into a whole other dimension, which is freaking awesome. It really yeah. is. Okay. Well, talk about the pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. And the awakening, what is something that you think um, where the industry will be in a few years' time? Thinking of what it is right now, where it might be, let's say, in in five years' time. I just got goosebumps with that question. Like, Mm. I really did because it's just, like, it's so crazy. Um, Like, I know for us as hairdressers, we definitely didn't, we didn't cop it as hard as our fellow friends in the industry. We we just didn't. Um, and especially for us in Queensland, like we didn't even have to close at all. Um, we did close for two weeks because obviously, you know, we're human too. And we had no idea what to do. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think it has changed a lot in a good way. I really feel that our clients and really have an understanding or a little bit of a higher level of respect for what we do for them. (laughs) Um, I think the industry um, has definitely shifted to what it can do online as well and how it can contribute and how it can show up not in salon. But I also feel too, we're also um, trying to build more of a community within our salons rather than clients just coming and going, we're wanting to build that connection because we've all lost that connection this year, that human interaction. Yeah. So I think it's going to be great. I think the growth the industry is going to have is actually going to be phenomenal. I am, I am not concerned for our industry. Okay. I have two more questions for you. Cass. Are you ready? Okay. If in 150 years, science fails us all, which might happen. (laughs) And all that is left is a a book about your life. What would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Cassandra Berry? Okay. In comes the swearing. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised I haven't sworn as much so far. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, okay. What would my title be? The title would be, she was a motherfucking badass. You love it, yeah. And what's the blurb? 
this bitch came in and fucked shit up. She went balls to the walls and made her life worth living and changed the lives of many, many others with her no fucks given attitude. Um, she lived life like a total badass. Yeah. Because that's your mantra anyway, isn't it? Your business. Yeah, well, it's one of my brands is be a badass. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so, and like badass stands for bold, authentic, daring, aware, sassy, strong. And some people yeah. are just not brave enough to just be themselves and just not give fucks oh, about anything. Yeah, like it's so yeah. there. But we do, you know, we like, and I do still as well. Like I'm still human. Um, we still have that fear of judgment, um, fear of like not knowing, fear of like being embarrassing, fear of failing. Like we all still have it. And that's the only thing that's stopping people. Because yeah. we have too many shits about what other people think or say. Totally agree. Yeah. My last question, um, which I ask every single guest on my podcast is, if you were now stepping into my shoes and I was interviewing you or you were interviewing yourself, basically, mm -hmm. um, what would be one question that you would ask yourself right now? Something that you really need to get off your chest. Oh, mate. Um, one question that I would ask myself. Oh, why are you holding back? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why are you holding back? Yeah, I'm getting in my way a lot at the moment. Like, again, like I just said, I'm getting, I'm allowing fear um, and judgment of others kind of get in my way a little bit because um, I'm in a really, um, I'm in a transition stage at the moment. Um, I'm looking at stepping away from the hair industry completely. Mm -hmm. um, whew. <sighs> That just that that just saying considering I'm I'm saying it on an industry specific podcast. It's a podcast yeah. about humans and business and human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah, it's big. It's big and to not tell people that I'm a hairdresser anymore. Mm -hmm. As well. Um. Oh, hello, Franklin. Hi, Franklin. Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, five more minutes, and you can have another donut. So how do you, how do you feel about saying out loud that you're considering to step away from the hair industry? Cause I think a lot of people are changing the way they feel about their business right now. I've talked to a few people that have sold their business just in the last couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels really good because I've had, um, like I have had a couple of businesses, like I just got out of finished paying rent on an empty salon. <laughs> like, I would pay rent on it for 12 months because I couldn't get out of the lease. Wow. So last year I shut down one of my salons and that was like a big, Oh my God, I felt like a fucking failure moment. Um, then I had a wholesale supply business that I shut down because I just couldn't deal with it. I couldn't keep up with it. And then it just kind of got out of hand. So I shut that down. Like I failed, but with this and where I'm sitting with this now, I'm actually really excited by it. Like, I don't feel like it's a failure. I feel like it's such a massive achievement um, to do that moving forward. Um, yeah. 
I think it was a dinosaur roar in the background. Oh, okay. It sounded like a cheer. Let's make it a cheer. Um, it feels very exciting. It's still nerve wracking. Um, but I know that it's opening space for something else. Absolutely. It's either about close it fully and never know what's going to happen or engross yourself into everything in your current business and step up another level. Right. But for me, it was the opposite. For me, it was like, do I stop what I'm doing right now? Or do I just try and kick it up another notch? And I have decided to try and kick it up another notch. Whereas for a few months, but I think everyone was in the same situation. Everyone was like, am I really happy with what I'm doing? Like it's repetitive. It's like I love all my clients and students. But for me to teach the same thing over and over and over again, like I'm an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. We need to do different things. We have shiny object syndrome, right? But I will now create that within the business that I have, I've decided, so. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there with the shiny object syndrome. Like, once I start getting repetitive, then I start to, you know, lose track of what I wanted to do. I lose that excitement. Um, I was in a network marketing company for many, many years. And I really struggled with that because it was duplicating, duplicating, duplicating. And I was just like, this is not good for me. Um, I think what is also good about um, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, but then having a skill set as well, um, you can change and you can adapt and you can, um, you can pivot. I think that's one thing that <laughs> pandemic has taught us all is to pivot and to look at all avenues. Um, but the most important thing is, is you have to still have the joy for what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a great note to end. Also, your little man needs some more donuts with you, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Thank Maybe you for joining me and taking the time. I know busy mum life. Thank you. This was an awesome episode. And I know that our viewers and listeners would have taken so many great gold nuggets. Like do the breathing. It's so, so simple. Have a look in the show notes of all the, all the oh, crystals Kat. that Kath recommended. And with that being said, thank you again for watching and listening to The Lash Tribe Show. And I will see you all in the next episode. Say bye. Thanks for having me, Julia. I really appreciate it. That's going to be one more. Oh, my gosh. Bye. Bye.